Welcome to this episode of Athletic Training Chat. On this episode, it's part one of our live recording at NATA. We were hanging out at the Mueller booth, got a chance to connect with some past guests, actually meet them in person after only communicating through social media and Zoom calls. We also got to meet some future guests and hear what they're doing and some of the awesome things, and we're looking forward to getting those out as well as soon as we can set up times to record those. So lots of great things coming. It was amazing to connect with people. Uh, we've got other things coming up that we're looking forward to as well, including our Adapted AT series, a couple other series that we're hoping to put together, and potentially a new host here coming. So uh, we're looking forward to all of that. As always, we want to thank Mueller Sports Medicine for supporting us, and especially in this one for letting us hang out at their booth. Uh, you'll catch Joe Konevsky, who's part of Mueller, been one of our few, our former guests on this recording, but then hear from more uh, people from Mueller as we get the second part out next week. So without further ado, this is not a short episode at a little over an hour, but it was great to connect with people, hear what convention means to them, innovation and athletic training, and everything else that uh, we could cover in a short amount of time. So please enjoy. so we can get started with everything going here. So uh, this is being recorded at NATA uh, 2023 here in Indianapolis. We're hanging out at the Mueller booth. Uh, this will be an interesting recording. We'll see how it all plays out when we go through, just with how it all people coming by. But starting off, uh, we're here with Kyle Rutledge, correct? Yeah. On that, just uh, catching up. Uh, He's got volunteer things to go through, but we'll also be catching people as they come by. Uh, my sister, Ashley Pepper, which I always got to remember <laughs> to say, is also on the mic. We'll see if we can get her to say anything as well. But ultimately, Kyle, since we're starting with you, uh, just one of the conversations, you know, what does being at convention mean to you personally? And, you know, for you, I can't remember exactly where you are, but Indianapolis yeah. is closer than yeah. some of the other ones, which is also why we're here. Yeah. Um, it was feasible. But, yeah, why, what brought you what, – what does being at convention well, mean? For me, it's actually a lot of – it's great because I can actually connect with a lot of different athletic trainers, even though I see them all over the country. Sure. But I get to see them in person. We get to have more in-depth conversation. It's more than just, hey, how's it going? Shoot them a text or do a phone call or a quick Zoom. Like, you get to – really connect you get them you network so much here it's it's almost weird seeing people <laughs> in person because you've only seen it on zoom at least for like since we started the podcast short of a few in-person interviews oh yeah everything's been over zoom so like seeing people it's just like i think i've talked to you maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah it is and oh yeah like when i ran into you yesterday i'm like okay I was is like, it yeah I was maybe like, I you like, mean? Yeah. I was like, I didn't realize you were that tall. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I definitely get that a lot. No, but it's 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 great. Like you can, if you are not like trying to network and actually take advantage of the lectures, you're really wasting your time. Like, For sure. You need to actually go to lectures and actually learn. It's not just a free vacation. 
Absolutely. We're just going to go. Yeah. Jen. Jen. Come join. No, no, no. It's free nope. flowing. Yep. All right, yeah. Yeah, just let it rip. Yeah, just join it in. Just yeah, throw join, them on over the top. Join the party. All right. What are we talking about? Anything. Well, Nothing. First, we were just talking <laughs> about joining uh, our being at convention, what being at convention means to you, you know, what brings you here. You have to travel a little further. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, what does being at convention mean to you? Um, well, it's it's a lot of busy time and not a lot of free time but it's it's great it's a it's a chance to network it's a chance to you know when you meet people over zoom or virtual and you're doing so much productive work with committee work and stuff but to be able to get in that one space and be face to face with people and and be able to you know be more productive and and really have those awesome you know discussions around important topics and and goals and and everything we want to do to move the profession forward, it just, um, there's really nothing like it. You can't really, um, you know, imitate that in any other setting. So Yeah, Zoom yeah. only has so much, and yeah. if you put more than a couple people on it, it gets pretty crowded yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, no, it's awesome. It's been a lot of fun. It sometimes just goes by too fast, and you feel like, you know, you want to be able to connect with everybody that, you know, um, but... You know, you do the best you can and, and enjoy yourself and, you know, keep those connections and just make sure you, you know, you keep in touch with those, you know, moving forward. Yeah. And it, it, to me, it also realizes how small our profession truly is. Mm -hmm. It's like right. you don't know who knows who, who knows what. It's like, oh, they know that person, who knows that person. Oh, hey, come. It's the networking is it's amazing, yeah. and then yeah. it's like, oh, hey, I'm I'm connected with you on Twitter, and you know, like we've had these conversations, oh, yeah. and you know, I see what you're doing, you know, and it's like so it's been awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely, uh, it's absolutely amazing to see how close we can all be. I turned it on. Experimenting with new tech as we're doing this too, so the live stream can actually be yeah. somewhat heard. So we'll we'll see yeah. how this goes, picking up all the inf or all the <laughs> sound. Are you, are you breaking things? Uh, uh -oh, just so trying to figure out how to make <laughs> it work together. Here, we'll do this. Let's see if this works. Put it on there. Yeah. See Smart. what happens. There you go. All right. So project to the small mic in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Um, there you go. Oh, this is awesome to see you in person, though. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. yeah. We'll get Buzz on here in just a minute. <laughs> Come back over. Get on in. Yep. Uh, so one other thing, just kind of tying this in as we're hanging out at the Mueller booth, their big thing this year, and people have come, went by it, is there just yeah. the innovation over 60 years starting off as basically a pharmacy company because uh, the founder yeah. was a pharmacist and the innovation. So how long have you been practicing, Kyle? Uh, 17 years. 17 years and? 23. 23. So – for both of you, and then you haven't, how long have you been? Uh, 10? Almost no. 10. It's Almost nine. 10? Yeah, wow. I graduated. Yeah, nine years. Feel old now, don't you? I was just trying to figure that math out because I th feel like I've only done 13. <laughs> uh, well, I'm feeling old. <laughs> yes. no, I graduated. Like, yeah, no, maybe I'm up in, ooh, I'm a, that's after grad school. No, I've been doing it for yeah. a while. Yeah, I, you yeah, have. They, they don't know about the old school test. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no the old school <laughs> test. We, let's not go there. And, and the pen. <laughs> oh, the yeah. highlighter pen <laughs> that would expose your answers and you could not go back. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, now that we've really hashed all of that, <laughs> um, innovation that you've seen 
in athletic training, however you want to frame that, whether that's from just the product side, right. you know, or just anything else, however you want to tie that. What have you seen over the course of your career? Jim, we'll start with you. Um, oh, it's been wild, actually. So definitely, you know, the, the products um, that have been developed have just made life so much easier. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I will say in terms of the content or the, the – the knowledge base that athletic trainers have coming out of school. So when I was a preceptor, you know, one of the first things I would say to those students is, I'm going to learn just as much from you as you are going to from me in the setting because, you know, the curriculum is so different than when I was an undergrad. And so it was exciting, you know, it was like, wow, you, are you all learning this stuff? You know, you being able to experience this. Um, and so it, w it was awesome to see. And I think it's just... Um, really cool to see our skill set and, and development of our knowledge um, just expand so much. Yeah, yeah and this kind of picking off that, we can see how much we've expanded. Like, we're doing, I think we're doing a lot better patient care than we did when I started practicing, when you started practicing. It's a lot more evidence-based. Like, the research is coming much, it's coming faster than sure. I would have even expected. Like, product placement, products are getting better and more geared towards, like, getting our patients better. What about you? So what was the question? I'm sorry. I was texting, trying to get people here. <laughs> <laughs> the evolution of AT just in terms of equipment or just anything, everything else you've seen along the way. In my short nine years. Um. <laughs> A lot's happened in nine years. It has. So yeah. A lot uh -huh. has happened. Yeah. Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing I've noticed also is a job setting. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That's yeah. very fair. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say, so I work in hospital administration with secondary school outreach, and we're seeing a lot more in that administrative you know, piece too. So for instance, our CEO of our healthcare system started out as an AT mm -hmm. and now he's the CEO That's of a, a major healthcare system in Boston, you know? So yeah. it's, um, right. you know, it's really cool to see that and to mm -hmm. be like, it, that's possible, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah, really exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, I don't even remember what the other questions I generally had. Uh, we'll just keep it super simple. What has been the best thing about convention so far, talk-wise and or everything else? Because there's just a couple things that are happening at all times. <laughs> just a few. <coughs> uh. That's, God, I don't know. Um, I would say for me, um, you know, being an incoming um, committee chair that I rolled on to um, last June, this was the, our first committee day that we were able to have in person. Nice. Um, and so I would say so far that's been the, the you know, um, the most impactful day that I've had to be able mm -hmm. to sit in a room for eight hours with 12 other individuals working towards the same goal and just really passionate and, and really focused on what we can do as a committee um, moving forward. And um, that was just uh, really inspiring. So Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think one thing, like going to the general session, going to the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame is actually something you definitely need to attend if you ever come. It's, mm -hmm. it's expiring. You're mm -hmm. like, you get to see how big of an impact you can really make. Sure. Yeah. I went to a talk today. It was actually, I'll give her a shout out, Kelly Johnson. Um, she's a, an alumni from where I went to school, and she talked about 
kind of how to get raises for her athletic trainers that she works with in the industrial setting um, and the data that she pulled in order to make that happen um, as well as hire a few more athletic trainers for so that it's kind of cool I think I talked about it on the podcast when you and I did it together mm-hmm. just how how we quantify our worth mm-hmm. and how we mm-hmm. can you know keep retain people by paying them what they deserve to be paid so very very big topic mm-hmm. very yeah. important topic yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Yes. yes 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 definitely important yes. topic yes yeah. she did a great job with her her talk on that yeah i think there's a lot of data talks today yes yeah Unfortunately, I haven't been able to attend. Yeah, some I'm very of them, curious to see where the data goes because I'm all for the data, and I know yeah. I was listening. Whether I was overhearing a conversation, I think I was. It's just that's the way it's going. Strength and conditioning is getting into it. Sports science, and now I mm-hmm. feel like AT's got to figure out where we can pull our niche and like how right. you get that back, and then really then figuring out that next step of um, telling the story to go mm-hmm. along with the data. Because right. I feel like if we pr- just presented the data. It's fairly self-explanatory, at least from our perspective, right. but figuring out what that story is on the back end to really grip that CEO, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of why this is important and why you want to compensate properly and, you know, do right. all that stuff to make sure that you're retaining people. Right. So. Yeah, that was, there was a good talk on that earlier today. Uh, it was with uh, Kim barber and yeah. Scott Mullet. Oh, Kim's great, yeah. Yeah. And those two are two big data, mm-hmm. like, individuals. Awesome. Good deal. Yep. Well, I hate to run. This has been awesome, actually. <laughs> nice little break. I, s- I, I still do have owe to get you a to T-shirt. So oh. what size? Have to say that out there. <laughs> <No, laughs> <no, laughs> <laughs> we can take like, the headset off for that I'll part. I'll take that so. off. <laughs> we can let you two continue to chat if you want, or we can wrap this up. And right. just thank you both for being here and uh, chatting with us. Yeah. Like I got a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Just give me just a moment. So yeah, I can sure, get absolutely. Yeah. So where are you at? So I'm actually in Canton, Ohio. Okay. But I, but I practice out of Akron. I work for a hospital system okay. in Akron. So you do outreach or what is your role? My new role is actually in physician practice. So okay. I work with our orthopedic hand surgeons okay. in, in the in that. But I also do sometimes flow to our primary care sports medicine. More as like a physician extender role? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind awesome. of. Like, so yeah. I'm doing DME casting. Oh, okay. Like, cool. Like splint suture removal, like getting prepping charts. It's actually a really fun role. That's awesome. Yeah, I did 10 years beforehand at the high school level. and. So you like the 8 to 5? It's a 8 to 4.30. Oh, let's my bad, my bad. Let's not go past, let's not go past <laughs> there. Awesome. Yeah. And I, don't get, I don't get upset that clinic shuts down at four either. So <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't announce oh. it, but I don't get upset about no, it like, at all. Yeah, because like when I first interviewed with Joel, I was actually working at the secondary school setting. and Okay. Yeah, when I was working there, it was six days a week, mm-hmm. 10 to who knows. Who knows when, for sure. Yeah, yeah but it was awesome. a lot of fun. Yeah. And then... Uh, I was working on my second master's. Uh, I will graduate in August, so that's exciting. Congrats. Yeah, so I'll use that to try and just try and move into the administrative side of healthcare. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yep, that's about so already, already on the way to that path. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, I work in a orthopedic clinic as well. Okay. And I started out there as a physician extender, yeah. joined our outreach athletic training team, and now I'm the clinic manager. So I've oh, kind wow. of like made that transition. Yeah, right. so... I'm telling, like when she was saying her CEO 
Right. Is also with like trainer, and I'm like, I swear they'll be running healthcare system pretty soon. Yeah. Um, one of our division directors, who, uh, she's actually an OATA Hall of Famer, and okay, yeah, nice, very cool. Yeah, she's on the OTPTAT board. So yeah, yeah. that's one I think is so important, like mm. on the health system side. Oh yeah, Just hop on on. Hi friend. Yeah. Hi friend. <laughs> Not much. Grab a microphone. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think it's important. I think I, there was a thread going around on this on Twitter about ATs or even former strength coaches getting into AD yeah. roles within you know high yeah. school and yeah. collegiate. Yeah. Um, because there's KP is doing that at Monroe. Yeah, Central. I saw that, which will be really interesting. I, that I, yeah. I feel a little bad for him having to do those two jobs. Well, but I think he's yeah. I'll let him explain Just that because I'll let him explain that because he can do a lot more, a lot greater detail. Yeah, they they adjust. <laughs> Just sharing my hat size, it's good. Huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> same one. I, I know how that goes. A lot of room for knowledge. So exactly, that's that's my argument Mine's too. Full of air. <laughs> full of air. Well, yep. So that's Jen important. is joining us. She just got Hi, on. Hi. So we're just chalking convention and then anything else that comes up. Yeah. On our yeah. on the Whoa. topic, so. Uh, the one question we've been kind of asking everybody is, you know, just what does being at convention mean to you? And if I've followed you closely <laughs> on Twitter. Um, you've been busy, yeah. uh, to say the least. So, um, You know, convention to me means getting to go to a new city so I can try stand-up comedy there. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, you did well. Well, thank you. Um, I, I like just meeting people and networking. Yeah. And my favorite thing is seeing the research because you get to see it like they haven't even submitted it for publication yet, maybe. If you want, and sure. you just get the the new Hop new on. stuff. Yep. So, hi Heather. Sort of. It's kind of <laughs> this weird until yeah. you get them on, like you can co yeah, kind of sort of hear yourself. It's yeah. Like, Hello. So, we got Heather joining us Hello. from yeah. Fairfax County Public Schools. There we oh. go. Just north of me. Hello, I'm at Virginia. Oh, okay. I'm Jen. Jen, are you wearing a boot? I'm not anymore, but not I was. Not anymore. You <laughs> were the Jen in a boot. Yes. Okay. Yes. So actually, it's really funny. So my name is Jen Shu, and my friend made a joke. He said, hey, you're Jen Boot. I was like, all right, we're <laughs> just going to go with that. Anyway. How much did it kill you to be in the boot, given, a obviously, lot. your passion for being in minimalist yeah. and, you know, wide-ranging? So we narrowed it down to my the, – the reason I had my injury was because of lack of dorsiflexion in the ankle. Okay. And guess what the boot did? It made it <laughs> not better. So, I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, you got to offload a little bit. You could have, have, like, to. reverse elevated it instead yeah. of elevating the heel. Just exactly. elevate your. Exactly. That's but, hey. Oh, there you go. Oh, gosh. Oh. Does my hair look okay? You're oh, all good. It's also it being semi-live stream. We'll see oh if God. that actually works. This little mic is supposed to be picking that up. Whoops. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, uh, right. But we're getting the full recorded version. So. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um. Now, Sorry, the pants. Okay. No, you're good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're next to the Henry Schein booth. Oh, and if you came by with the uh, checkered pants, it's pretty, pants. pretty intense. Um, it's always something with those guys. Yeah, they have they different have pants fun. like every day, every yeah. day, every convention. It's I'm getting a wild. pair for convention next year. <laughs> I have checkered pants. Okay. I'll just get a checkered suit. Ooh, I think your checker should be orange and, and blue. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I will, good. I will find one for you. Okay. That sounds good. I'll probably forget. Yeah. Do you know that? Well, wh you just get here today? 
No, I uh, rolled in yesterday. Oh, okay. uh, drove down, just been busy running around, but got this set up with Mueller as just a way to meet people that have been on the podcast that I haven't got a chance to meet yet and yeah. then meet other new people, which is always good. So we connected over the, the Athletic Training yes, Daily Twitter. Journal. And yeah, Twitter. And the, jur- yep. and the journal. Yeah, yep. thank God for Ooh. Twitter. So um, always had that going. But what exactly do you do out in Virginia? Uh, I am a secondary school athletic trainer and uh, also am adjunct faculty at George Mason University, preceptor, so got, got a little bit of everything going on. Because the other question we were asking, uh, just everybody, is, you know, what does being at convention mean to you? Like, how does that impact you? Why do you come? Oh, well, this started for me in undergrad. My, uh, I guess you could call him program director at the time, Clint Thompson, always bought one room for students at a hotel, and you just packed as many people in that hotel room as you could for free. That's awesome. Uh, Baltimore was my first convention, uh, even, you know, years before getting certified. So it's just kind of like the the thing to do. Um, I was actually just having this conversation with someone I met um, comparing this year to last year. Yeah. I don't know if you guys went last year. It felt like mm-hmm. a ghost town, like no one was here. It was empty. Yeah. It was uh, it was demoralizing. So it was my this first NATA. Last year? Yes. Oh, I'm depressing. so sorry. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we like uh, revamped that. You can erase oh, yeah. that from your memory. <laughs> it's much better. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it was it's definitely a lot better. A this lot year. better, yes. Almost but pre-COVID, I I would say. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, not there yet because you know the virtual option is still there. Um, but yeah. it's yeah. nice. Sessions are full. Um, yes. I don't know. Um, Hall of Fame is one of my favorite parts. Sure, we were yeah. talking oh, about that earlier. Yeah. Oh, so I never miss it. Um, you know what is the I like the any. And the NATA Foundation Research Awards, those are good, too. They really go up there and, like, tell their life story, and it's very moving. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one, too. I was telling a first-time yeah. attendee, like, <laughs> don't, don't, you know, just because they're, like, old people getting the <laughs> award, <laughs> you know, it just, it's inspiring and uh, to see the passion and, and keep very that good. for athletic training moving forward. So uh, even at a time of this year, it's you keep a little part of that when you start back at whatever your for sure. you know your next season is so mm-hmm. well, the mm-hmm. other one that we talked about and we got Kyle's take on this but we'll also get yours is it, sitting at the Mueller booth their whole thing was just kind of the evolution of Mueller over the last 60 plus years and just the innovation that's come along in athletic training and sports medicine so we were just kind of going through you know however many years you've been practicing and just what you've seen so far in terms of innovation or changes? Uh, am I allowed to participate yep. in this? I've only been certified for six years. Um. I, I feel like there probably <laughs> has been some change. Well, I think yeah. uh, six years technically means that you're now <gasps> out of YP no. and you're in that career advancement. <laughs> so tell, it, tell us about your career advancement. That's terrifying. Um, <laughs> no, so um, I don't know. I, I always wanted to go into pro yeah. sports. I was like, I'm going to do this. I am not that's too much pressure for me you know yeah. i like i like a little little less and um research yeah. really gives me some some more freedom yep. and um i don't know where i'm going with this but um yeah so i evolved from a clinician who was like oh, i'm gonna get my phd someday and then just went for it so so yeah so that's been really cool um but i love seeing like um 
I'm involved with the UVA's NSAT program, and I do like seeing like what they're learning compared to what I learned, and it's it's really cool to see um, how everything's changed. Oh, the, absolutely. The standards are high, and I just know we are putting out really good ATs. Yes. I, know? As someone who's in the classroom and preceptor, I would agree. I went mm -hmm. to the Young Professional Social last night, and just to see that amount of people already involved in service and already have passion mm -hmm. for a, a profession they're just starting. Um, you know, this morning I went to a talk on the vitality of the profession. And so you, you get to see all of that in, in place. And I just, you know, we're going to talk about Mueller and some of the other uh, suppliers around the fact that they stuck with us through, through sure, all of it. So, sure. like, as we as a profession are changing, they're also ready to come up and meet our standards and meet our needs and, and push us through more than just taping and water bottles and really come mm -hmm. through the education and research base and and everything is the products that they're putting out and it's not just to put out something anymore. So um, all good things. So I think yeah. everything around it, everything's moving with us, so. Absolutely. Well, we got Kyle joining us now. We okay. haven't actually officially hello, hello. met, so yeah. oh, wait, another, another Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Another Kyle. Great to meet you. Good Great to meet you. You. Uh, you came up earlier as we were talking, uh, different uh, people that have worked with NAT is now their CEO of the health system. and. We got in the conversation of ATs becoming ADs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how you're going to pull off the dual role just from being busy because both roles require it. But yeah. uh, what br what prompted that? Like what? Well, uh, so actually uh, a little bit. It's not going to be a dual role. So they okay. actually, um, in a roundabout way, it's kind of different. But uh, um, they actually eliminated the AT position because um, of budget cuts. Oh, uh, so But it's all good. Um, so I, so it became, I wanted to be an AD. I didn't think it would be this soon. But. It worked out well, so I'm going to be there, and then I'm looking uh, at a hospital group to hire an AT through, and so okay. I, I'll never get out of athletic training because it's my passion. Sure. Uh, just a little bit of a switcheroo, uh, yeah. but I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, take a large. That's fantastic. Um, so one of the questions we've been asking everybody, and we got Nate Irvin on now too, um, is just what does being at convention mean to you? Uh well, it's changed a little bit, especially since uh, TikTok and all of us uh, becoming very, <laughs> very good friends, and uh, the popularity of that. Um, there's so many ATs on TikTok now and stuff, but um, it's more now for me, more networking and just. Sure. I mean, and and I've always been an outgoing person, but just being able to and getting recognized is is weird. I never thought that would happen, but. Um, it's just been cool being able to see all these people and making all these connections and becoming friends with these guys. Like we're best, we text all the time, and so it, it's just marketing or not. We're marketing ourselves, network, <laughs> networking, and and uh, I mean, just being around all of us is good. Yeah, athletic training is now becoming a brand. So yes. athletic trainers is now a brand. It's yes. not just a profession. So yep, I, I love that. That's kind of what I've created. That's what like Mentor Central Athletic Training now. It, it's gotten. It's almost like a business. I've almost ran it. Like, I've worked out deals with certain companies like Foobag and and uh, Rhino Supercar and Impact Athletics. Like, I'm getting products for making videos, which I never in my life thought that would happen. For sure. Um, but it's kind of a different avenue. But I love it. It's 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 fun. You gotta get creative. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Nate? And just to echo what Kyle said is like. Nowadays, there's so many opportunities to get CEUs online yep. and elsewhere. Yeah. That for me, convention's more of a networking aspect. Yes. Getting to see those people who I interact with on social media who live not near me. Right. So, like, Jordan Allen is the perfect example. Like, he lives in Florida, even though we text every day. Um, 
but this is the time where we can come together and hang out and spend quality time together with other athletic trainers who are going through similar situations with us. And then it's, okay, so Jordan knows this person, so then I get to meet his network yep. and his people. And now my network has just grown because of the people I've met. Yeah. So. No, I agree with you. Oh, there. I mean, that's uh, ultimately trying to set this up because other than a few in-person interviews, I, everything else has been through Zoom. And we yeah. were just talking about how it's almost been weird, like walking through and being like, Oh wait! Pretty yeah. sure I know yeah. you, yeah. but I only seen you. And I know you by your Twitter name, and yeah. then uh, you know I don't know. The 13-inch screen yeah. just really throws <laughs> yeah. me off. Yeah, and then you you're like, oh, I do recognize you, and you're like, oh, you're way taller than I expected, yes. or yes. Yeah, Kyle's <laughs> example, I've way, way shorter than expected. Than expected. That was f last year when we were walking up. That was the first time me and Nate had met before. Nate came to my 5K uh, that I do at my high school, but. Um, I saw Jordan on the street before he we went into the convention, and I was like, holy crap, he's much taller than I expected. And that's exactly <laughs> what Jordan said about me, but the opposite. So, it's yeah, hard to tell. I tend to get that one. It's, you're a much bigger human being than I <laughs> yeah. thought you'd be. Yeah, I heard somebody say that earlier. I was like, all right, yeah. now, now I see it. Yeah, yeah. I've, ha I've had that happen on, on more than a couple of occasions, and I just nod and say thanks. Thanks, right. man. I appreciate so, it. Take right. that as a compliment. Absolutely. Um, the other one we were talking about, and – we got a little bit into the innovation of it, but just that's Mueller's theme this year, just kind of the change over the last 60 years, uh, obviously p practicing different periods of time, but innovation you've seen just in your time as a practicing athletic trainer. Um, I've been in for six years. And also all uh, the products you've gotten to yeah. <laughs> now um, get acquainted with. Yeah, so uh, I don't know really how to go about this, but um, starting out, you know, so I built – Mentor Central Athletic Training didn't exist until I was the first full-time AT there. Um, so I built everything from the ground up. So that's that was a blast, uh, kind of having unlimited budget to get everything started. But um, even just in this last six years, just even at every convention I've been to, I feel like there's just more and more upcoming products that make our jobs easier. Maybe easier is not the right word, but more innovative. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, and then, like, some of the products I've gotten, it's just – just cool. Uh, I mean, it, some of this stuff I would have never even thought about, and it makes it makes athletes getting back, you know, return to play so much faster or something like that. And it's you know maybe not an insanely expensive thing that a lot of ATs can use. And um, I don't know. It's I think athletic training is always going to be innovative because it has to be. It has to change with the times. For just, sure. Just I mean, just like everything else, I guess. But the medical side will always have to go up with what we have. All right. And I just think. With all the innovation, we already have a hard job as is. We're dealing with patients who want to get better, who sometimes don't have – they want the quick answer. Yep, patience isn't always the virtue right? when it comes to like that. Yep. They want to get back immediately, whether that's because they're missing playing time, they're missing time off work, which then cuts into being able to provide for your family. And so a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the innovation today is helping with that. It's not as quick as they want, but we are seeing improvement in getting our patients back in a more timely manner. And I think a lot of more products are accessible where they don't have to be athletic training room specific, that sure. a lot of yeah. things can be take home. Um, so we can do more home care. I, I think because, you know, a lot of us weren't in athletic training rooms for, for a long period of time, we had to be innovative in ourselves and 
and that caught up to us where we're going to do home programs with our athletes um, in that way to so meet them where they're at and everything doesn't have to be a structured time after school or after work or something so yeah and I agree it's more accessible for everybody yeah I mean there is still there's things that are very expensive that you can't <laughs> afford there's always going to be but that but that keeps yeah. them coming to you exactly right? yes. if everything yeah. was too accessible right. then you know. yeah right but at the same time I think there are cost effective products absolutely out there. and it's only gotten better yes. it's only gotten better yep. yes. yeah. which has helped everybody yeah. in the profession no, no matter what setting you're at yeah. Yeah. yeah so the other one that's come up and i'd be curious that, you know from your point of view because you're teaching now is just the evolution of the at students i just even remember like me going back which was i graduated in 08 from my undergrad and then seeing students now i'm just like i wasn't even that didn't even consider to me like i wasted way more time than i probably <laughs> care I, to i would care love to, to see if we're capturing any data or any research on um you know the difference in the attitude of the profession on bachelor's versus master's sure. so are they actually taking these types of opportunities a little bit more serious at a master's level and um so like i think that might be part of it um but yes i see uh from all the master's students i've been dealing with maybe like the last five years there's definitely an attitude shift and an attitude change i also think because it is you know two to three years of a program depending on where you go you got to squish in a lot more opportunities and that quick time so you know, you four years of a bachelor, you feel like, you know, that's four years, but I mean, you got to get something done in sure. two years. You're going to take more uh, responsibility for your their learning and these opportunities to network and, and meet others uh, just like it. So I, I only see positive things, Yep. Um, but I, I think I, that's just my personality. I, I don't want to dwell on the negative. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people talk about that. Is, you know, you're getting, I don't want to say the professional student, but right. it's a different type of student yes, that, yes. you know, you just, you've got some more real world experience instead of coming in right out of high school. Right. And, yeah. you know. uh, we're also talking about a new generation. So uh, yeah. we're, we're um, you know, I think that that helps. Um, you know, the millennials are now in those admin roles. So we get the benefit of a millennial overseeing their, our new generation. Um, I guess some are calling it the iGen, uh, you know, because everybody grew up with an iPhone. Um, Creative. <laughs> Creative. So this, this new iGen, um, I love working with them because they are different. They're, you know, the research shows they are a more self-aware generation than we've ever had. But that comes at a cost that they're just, uh, they need to work on their interpersonal skills and a better way to work on interpersonal oh skills for at sure. coming to conventions. So. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the, the interesting things about convention is it forces you to get outside of your comfort zone. Oh, yep. absolutely. Right? I'm an introvert. This is killing me right, right. now. You're and crushing like, it. Right. It makes you feel better. Yeah. I'm going to have to go to bed early tonight. I'm going to recharge this battery. And there's, there's been times where Kyle and I have been walking around, and people have come up to us. And we're like, oh, you're, you're Monroe Central. And, like, that's great because, like, that younger generation, they, they're active on their phones. Yes, right? yeah. And seeing that there are athletic trainers who understand what they're going through and that they have someone they can look up to as well. And being able to make those connections as well at yeah. convention is pretty unique, yeah. I think. And that's been something I never thought 
whatever happen in that regard is like um I, I get recognized and get you know whatever but like there was somebody yesterday that came up from nada i can't remember i think phil um came up and like he's um he's like i'm part of the older generation but i want to say like thank you for like putting a face to athletic training or putting a you know what athletic training is and that's why i kind of started as because i mean as you guys know too athletic training still nobody knows what the heck right, we, what right. we do so that's what and even like some of my kids like so i just finished up year six and a few years ago like when i started in 2020 but like last year or something kids were like oh i didn't even know you did all this stuff like you know right. all my behind the scenes and stuff like that no i put a i put a humorous side to it too but every now and again you know they're seeing what i do and i know i have a, a decent amount of stuff more than some secondary schools but um just kind of being able to show that off and being a advocate for athletic training is my passion just showing that athletic training is amazing and that you can have fun with it and that's what has been fun with all of us getting recognized and stuff is like and then we get to make those connections and they're like yeah we did this because we saw your video or you know we went to this because of this and it's like okay so we're actually making at least a little bit of a difference in a positive way for the whole athletic training as a career um which i never thought would happen so i'm glad it has though yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I'm going to be outfitting a uh, revive as we're doing this. Yes. Now, so. Yes. That's, that's, what I, that's what I like to see. Yes. Reviving. Calf boots. Sweet. We will give these Slip a Slip them in. Are your calves too big for these? Um, I do wear a size 14, so, yeah, we'll see. Good gracious. <laughs> I feel like I needed this last night after walking around in heels from alumni oh party gosh. to alumni party. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that one. This will be after the fact because obviously this is going to be recorded, but uh, Mueller now has the uh, easy relief uh, migraine oh. mask. Ooh. So gel on the inside. Not only for just migraines. We'll just put that out there for people. So <laughs> uh, i got to check this out as, a, as a migraine sufferer. So nice oh, wow. cooling around and you get like the weighted blanket aspect yeah. to it you know that gives you that nice comfort yeah. all right that's better than an eye mask that just came out of the freezer it's a great picture you can find <laughs> on oh yeah Oh, <laughs> son of a hey every just always think everything's on social yeah. media yeah. somehow yeah. I mean, I did send it to my boss, so like there he is Yep. And here we are. Here we go. How long does yeah, this stay it. this cold? This is cold. It's been sitting out here since we started, so it's been at least almost like 40, 45 oh minutes. Oh, my gosh. My Raynaud's is going to kick in here in a second. Yeah, it was almost too cold for me at Yeah. first. Yeah, so far so good, especially after wearing fancy shoes this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. that'd be good. Okay. Oh, look at that. We're here, and he's already. If you, yeah, getting, if you guys got other places to go and talk to, you know, marketing directors and everything, feel, <laughs> feel free. We appreciate you swinging by. I, I do have to run, but we're going to catch up soon. Yes, we will catch yes. up. We've got a future yeah, a episode future. coming. Yeah. Kyle will reach out. We'll have to get an All episode right. on the books. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. But other than that, pleasure to meet you. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try and catch Great you before you. everything yeah, gets sounds good. too I'll, crazy. Hey, I'll be, I'll how, be back. How can we? How can we find you? Uh, at Monroe Central AT on everything. On uh, everything. On, Perfect. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, okay. uh, Instagram, YouTube. 
So you're on YouTube. I'm on YouTube, baby. Oh, I didn't go. see. I didn't even know that one. Mm -hmm. There we go. You, that's yeah. and that's. I had a uh, with uh, oh, Jeremy Jackson, um, sports medicine broadcast. Yes. That's what. Yes. So I did. I did one with him about like socials and stuff and like kind of how that works and like just being able to reach everybody possible because I know like TikTok is big. I have a lot of followers, but like Instagram, there's a decent amount of people that just follow me on Instagram. So That's where I'm gonna find you. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So everybody, I, can, I know I everybody's gonna have TikTok. I can only swipe for so long per yes. day. I, yeah. I keep it central to AT Twitter and <laughs> yes. Instagram. Uh, yes. I got Fair a TikTok, enough. but I that's too much. And yeah. see, yeah. I've kind of taken a step back from TikTok just because mm -hmm. of life and sure I got busy and whatnot. But so I don't really post much more on TikTok anymore. But I'm still very active on Twitter and on mm -hmm. Instagram, and that's where I do a lot of my posting and things yeah. like yes. that. And th th there's so many different ways to be active on social media yep. Yep. to have a positive influence Absolutely. on the profession. Absolutely. Like you don't just have to have yes. a TikTok or an mm -hmm. Instagram or a Twitter. Like if that's like you said, some people just can't swipe on yeah. Yeah. all and day that's long. Fine. But as an educator, I give it an option. So when I put out um, activities or assignments, like make an infographic, make a TikTok, make a video, you know, be creative in, yeah. in that space, in that realm, but do whatever fits you and, uh, so my students in, in the emergency class last fall put out some great stuff. There was an actress in that class, and she was uh, the best standardized patient or crazy mom coming Hilarious. out of the stands. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so, like, it, it's it, I got that that's this generation, mm -hmm. uh, but the fact that there are examples that you guys do that mm -hmm. I'd be like, something like this, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and then they can create their own brand from it, but it, it is a, a safe space to share and create and, yeah. and be an advocate. And yeah. So Just like Nate said, I mean – I mean, I'm still young, but like these very new athletic trainers see our stuff and then want to. I, don't, I mean, it inspires them. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but like. Um, you make it cool. Yes. Yeah. And that, because and, and I make yes. it dorky yeah. and you I feel make like it it's cool. Almost there's, there's a balance. <laughs> well, no. There's right? a yeah. balance. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like it, just being able to. Uh, like I said. It's like you, reassurance. You, yes. And I you have. Yeah. 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 And that's my biggest thing. I'm. I'm very outgoing and I'm very I try to be always positive but like that's my biggest thing is like athletic training is freaking awesome like and that's why I want to push to these kids and like see because I know like athletic training's got a little bit smaller I think maybe with master's degree but like it's it's very fun profession and it's I mean just the best profession right. I would say and at the end of the day you have to have some kind of fun yes as yes. an athletic yes, trainer yes yeah. absolutely or else you're gonna burn out yeah right like, yeah and that's I yeah. that's how that's during COVID and the pandemic like mm -hmm. That's why I got into TikTok and Instagram and yes. all the social media Same, is because I was burnt out and I needed a release, something yeah. to distract me. And to have fun. And to have well, fun. Well, as the old person, we weren't allowed to have fun. This was your job. <laughs> you showed <laughs> up. See, and and yes. after your 16th hour of yes. the day, you're not smiling. You're not having fun. You're not cheering on the sideline for your teams. Yeah. or You know, we were business, business, business. And, and so it's great now that we are allowed to appropriately yes. say we have fun at our jobs. Right. And we can yeah. be yeah. ourselves. And we can be yes. ourselves. And we can interact with, with yes. our patients in, right. a, in a positive, fun, yeah. look at me, I love my job. Yeah. Right. And I love you yes. kind of carry. And yeah. part, you I know? would struggle hardcore if I was like that. Like, not like, oh like that. Oh, man. I'm not it was like, yeah. you can't cheer. Oh. You know, you're on the sideline. Yeah. And now it's like the complete opposite. The kids run to you Which to, I think like, give you a high five yes. and a fist right. bump after they do something yes. great. And that, that builds the team and yes. the culture. Yeah. And so I'm glad that uh, that old philosophy is gone. Yeah. 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 And I've always kind of only known, that I guess, the newer philosophy. Now, college was a little bit different just because it's college setting, but. High school ATs, I think, are, are 
I think everybody's realizing the importance of high school ATs yeah. and, and how not just for athletic training, but just mental stuff with the kids and oh, getting them through everything. Yep. I mean, we and you guys know too, because of course you're in the setting. But like we're the one size, you know, one size fits all. We're the person that the peop- they come to for oh. everything. It's not just athletics. Like, I and I'm glad that we've. I'm glad I'm in that role because I want to be that person for them and be a role model in a positive light. But um, you just build that trust, just yeah. like you said. Yeah, I work at a very unique high school. We're a, a magnet school. Um, we're the number one uh, public school in America. And Good so <laughs> at, at graduation, the student speaker gets up. She's the first speaker of the night. And we don't have auditoriums or rankings, so you actually audition to speak. And she got up there and she said, um, yes, I'm a student athlete. You know, she's going to play college, uh, college softball. And she goes, but I just want to say I'm standing up here because of my two athletic trainers, Dr. Murphy and Miss Taylor. And so to be in an arena of thousands in front of dignitaries and superintendents that the student speaker at a, at a magnet high school said i'm a student athlete and i wouldn't be here without my athletic trainer that's awesome that's so, fantastic you know, oh the tears were flowing. oh yeah the te- yeah that emotion yeah. That, that validates <laughs> yeah everything you do everything you do oh and then putting out there the yeah. profession yes. in there and i think it brings you know we we helped her with her mental health yes. her recovery as an athlete her identity um gave her a safe space and uh you know that that just touched you know yeah. uh, thousands in that yes, arena right. and um well and so i think that's what we figured out too like we all we, we don't need validation to do our jobs we just right. you know, we're, you know just do it but every now and again it's very nice to hear you know stuff well, like that and i think also yeah. the you the, you you guys in the 6 to 12 range sooner or later you're going to have to politic game Right. Yeah. You're going to have to get some different stakeholders involved. And how do those stakeholders know who you are, how important you are mm-hmm. until you have people that will also advocate for you? Um, so when we want to push another full time position, mm-hmm. you know, that by the superintendent and principals and other parents hear that they're like, oh, absolutely. We got to get them another one. Yeah. Right. right. So you just got to take those moments and 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 work a room. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm learning now because I'm on that cusp of I'm no longer a YP. I'm now yeah, that next step because yeah, I'm yep. year seven now. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I'm starting to learn. It's like now. Yeah, I now that you're comfortable, now, you know, you grow a little bit more out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And how are you going to do a little quality improvement of your setting and, and how you want the next six years to look? Right. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Awesome. I'm going to head off. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Joel. We just kind of. Kind of just yeah. came here, but <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, that's what it's I guess that's what it's for, for right? Yeah. Has the pressure yeah. gone to your head? No, I, <laughs> hey, I, the more I can sit back and just be like, hey, I'm over here chilling in these yeah. boots. Life is we're, good. We're carrying the conversation. Yeah. Joel's just like, all right, I man, know. I did my thing here. Conversation on. <laughs> Doesn't have to drive it or anything. So. Just yeah. sit back and relax. All right, pleasure Joel, meeting thank both you. of you yes. in person. Yes, yes. And we'll definitely chat with you guys later. I think we got the next round of crew coming in. Over here, and maybe grab a Mueller rep too. Go on, hop on in. All right, hello. What's going on, Joe? Joel, how are you? Good. And just hanging out, trying out some Revive boots. Uh, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, great. Great to see everybody here this year, 2023 in Indy. And yeah. uh, glad we can have you guys at our booth and, and, and do this glad, podcast. Glad to be here. We've got Saskia joining us. 
Callie Johnson. And Callie Johnson. Hello. Hello. Good to meet you. Just uh, Joe, also an AT, but also uh, selling for Mueller. So um, one thing that we've kind of been asking everybody, and we'll have all of you pitching on this. And sorry I missed your talk, by the way. I had to stand by a poster. How um, dare you. I know. I had talked to like three people in an hour in some <laughs> uncomfortable shoes. That's it was not great. A lot going on. So, uh, but what, what does being at convention mean to you? Like, what, why is it important? Why is it special? What brings you here? And so we'll start maybe with Saskia and we'll just work our way around. Yeah, so for me, I love it since I don't practice a ton clinically anymore. I'm totally on the education side. It keeps me up to date with everything so I can talk to my students about it. And then also like role modeling for them, this is what it means to be an engaged athletic trainer. I'm going to go to convention. I'm going to stay up on my CEUs. You should do this too. Sure. Yeah, and uh, I guess mine, uh, so I work in the industrial field currently, and honestly, I haven't been to a convention in 10 years. So, I mean, I was just kind of a welcome back for myself. But um, I actually kind of like Sea Harmony to be inspired. Obviously, it's nice to get some education and utilize those perks that come with it and, like, get to network a little bit. But I also just like to see what everyone else does and, like, give myself ideas for the future and kind of get energy, you know, like, re-excited about some of the aspects, which I get to see from people that work such different jobs and have take different paths, but, you know, really appreciate athletic training at its core, whether it's for the path that it's brought it upon or, you know, where, like, the future is or if they're still actively practicing. So I just kind of like there to kind of give myself that excitement as well as to kind of give myself some vision for moving forward and for my staff that I look over to. That's great. That's great. Oh, I thought somebody was tapping me on the shoulder. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it's, I think what you both said about the interaction, you know, obviously networking is key and, you know, COVID slowed everything down. Everything was virtual and just, it's not, you know, myself here as a vendor, so to speak, it's not just about seeing people and selling products. It's also, you know, I'm watching hall, you know, hall of famers, you know, walking, interacting, we haven't seen each other in a while. And it's, you know, I think we're, you know, getting back to that networking face to face has, has been great. So. So the other thing I'd be kind of curious, again, from the research side and also the industrial side, and then, Joe, because you've been a part of Mueller, that's kind of the theme for Mueller this year. It's just innovation over 60 years, kind totally. of everything, a change. If you were to come and if you were here in South, we're sitting by what is an old oh. uh, demonstration <laughs> or that's, some promotional <laughs> That's old school that right there. I'm yeah. guessing is older than most of us sitting at Correct. this table. Yeah. There's a lot um, of innovation behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So just talking about that, what innovation have you seen through your career um, and your particular setting throughout the profession? Yeah, so for me on the education side, it's the technology that we're adding, right? So I do a lot of A&P education and intro to sports med. So it's just showing them, look at all these great virtual tools that we can use as well and simulation mm -hmm. so that we can get our students practicing before they necessarily have to see a real patient. Right, right. And since those procedures have changed since even we were in school and those opportunities to be a little more hands-on, you know, for safety reasons as well. So, yeah, yeah. someone's wheeling around one of the dummies in a wheelchair. That and thing was a little I creepy. I had a double jump on him. Yeah, I was like, is that real or fake Seriously. or what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it looked like a mix between a mannequin and a Halloween mask. Right. Kind of thing. It's like, we in a horror film? What's going on here? That was a little scary. <laughs> yeah, but those sim models are great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything in the industrial setting, like technology-wise, that you guys have found? It's it's a space I haven't done a ton with. We I'm doing a little bit tactical firefighter, and we're – getting creative with some things but i'm just curious especially working for a not small company <laughs> um you know like technology wise i mean i'm lucky in my industrial site and working for a large customer um 
and you know for those listening i work for an airline i work on site with an airline and so like um budget isn't technically usually a huge problem so we have a lot of access and so we have a couple like i don't know like funner tools or things that i don't think are necessary but you know ultimately like i said some things like more simple things we're able to get even like braces that we're able to use for like that aren't enhancing that we can give out is very helpful as well as something we can like give without them going off site but actually you know I can't say there's a lot of like um, great technology or brand new equipment that I think is ultimately I feel like education and fundamentals are still very important and then it's about like I think the tools come in of how we can get them to people more effectively and faster you know because like I feel like movement is still so important so getting them to do it in a way that they understand and that's safe and to help kind of promote that is really what I feel like is most successful still about what we're doing. Um, I'm actually going to be moving into more of a virtual role as well though so like that's kind of again a newer realm for me a little bit so I'm kind of curious to see again I don't can't speak to that experience but of how I can reach for those that can't do that you know sure and we actually went to a talk about uh, how people are trying to our group in Iowa was reaching out to um, to set up a, a virtual setting for some of the rural high schools and I just think that's a brilliant idea I worked in small town Wisconsin you know there with Joel go. here and where those were 45 hour drives and we used to do like, we call them r like rounds when we went out like twice a week and students would stop by. But I think it would be, you know, just so amazing to A, still have those touch points, still cover some of those minor high contact events. But for those some of those students to have more access to follow up in some of those rural areas that they can, when they can't do that for just some of those little touch points or to be better educate some of those coaches, I think was like amazing and like, you know, of that group for me, like I really, that, that group did a great job and they've been fighting a lot of legal battles and stuff to get to there and I like really commend them for that. Wow. What about you? What about what you seen and what yeah, also because <laughs> you, you sell this I got, stuff. I, I, got, I got off topic there. Sorry no, to you <laughs> did. Actually, you know what? Mueller's on internet. If I could ask a, a redirected question, you not can to do hijack it. There the is podcast. literally nothing. The yeah. last three people, I just sat back. I almost, she said a lot of stuff. I almost took my headset off. He just got excited when I said I was for the large corporation ready yeah. to spend money there. So. <laughs> no, no. Actually, my, my, my question is, are you involved with, you know, kind of like prevention, right? Obviously, that's part of the athletic trainer's role. So are, are you given the opportunity, I guess, to look at the equipment that they use to make sure, you know, the, the folks working there are using proper, you know, ergonomics and, and lifting correctly? Does that go through you or Yeah. Else? So in terms of our program, I mean, I actually personally almost pick almost all of our equipment and pick all of our supplies. Um, some of the vendors sometimes comes down to who they have contracts with. Um, right. But ultimately, if we think something is better, they'll let us purchase some of that. In mm -hmm. terms of, like, the actual, like, things they're working with like at the stations and computers um you know ideally they let us look through it first but typically it gets put out um but they will re-event and fix things as they need to so even some like an easy example is office ergonomics i feel like they a lot of times sometimes make stations that look beautiful yeah. but they're not always the most functional for somebody that has to stand at that position for eight hours sure but they are open and it's not a fast process but they are open to trying to like get some different stands occasionally or some different opportunities to get them to stand or like for like the scanners or people scan your tickets that's where even they have a couple options so that they can choose to doing hand scanners but you know like rotating all day long no yeah. it's not a big movement but it still affects somebody especially again doing it all the time day day. so that they have some options so from that we don't get as much but we have some input in that some of that and if there's small changes that can be made without us affecting 
aesthetic or like just like it's too complicated or expensive, we get that. But from what we use, we get um, a lot of control. Right, because nice. you know sometimes they, you know, the executives hear a pitch and they feel like it's going to be a good product or a good service, and then. You know, again, they, they spend a ton of money, whether it's thousands or millions of dollars even, and then they realize, wow, this, this isn't working the right way and things like that, where you, you know, the experts come in and say, hey, it should be tweaked or, or things like that. So hopefully, again, educating and have a voice to, to do that in your roles is very important. Yeah, and I, I will also say we're slightly spoiled because of our large corporation that we're a part of. They, they sometimes will give us things to do, and if we like it, then obviously they purchase them later, but we do get a nice amount of stuff occasionally. Like, gets, let's try this out here. Right, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, you can play a lot of toys. And we give them feedback. Again, my presentation was on data, and that's like what we do is track things. So that's for great. better or for worse. For sure. Cool. Awesome. That's great. What else you got for us, Joel? I mean, I could come up with all kinds of things, but don't feel like beholden that you have to stay <laughs> here either. Yeah, we, get, we, get, we you know, we we could recruit a bunch of people out there. Oh, we got a few more. I see hanging out yeah, that yeah, we're we planning to come by. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Joel, can I ask you a question Heck about yeah, your let's do about it. your tactical side? Uh, we can. I Ooh, can try. There we go. <laughs> um, do you your um, employees or athletes or whatever you refer sure. them for them to as? Um, do you guys, do they do a lot of training, like I said, prevention-wise ahead of time? You know, it's something I've heard that the tactical is a little bit, um, I'd say, more advanced at doing more sure. of that, like, they're, like, required to do exercise. Is that something a part of your guys' groups or something you're involved with? Yeah, so we're very much on the front end of this. So it's with the local the fire department, and it's a very long, convoluted story on how I got started. <laughs> but uh, we're basically in a pilot program when, like, fitness, quote-unquote, is the priority. And so they – recently got fitness put in as an hour of their work day so it's required that they do something during their shift uh, and they work 48 96 so uh, we've come in with that and started kind of uh, recording things looking at differences writing programming for them and so really that's kind of what we're focusing on and then we're really trying to figure out how we can show the bang for the buck there and it's a small enough department that i can't go in and claim like we're gonna <laughs> reduce workman's comp because they've had years where like workman's comp was like 80 grand which is like nothing that's one bad fall and a surgery you know yeah on, on a, yeah, on a fire call like you just it, I, it sounds like a lot but it, it's not a much of a difference i think i'm really yeah. good as an at but i'm not that good <laughs> that i'm going to tell you that we can prevent that thing from happening and so um what we're kind of looking at is they've had a lot of other people, a couple torn ACLs off duty that then impacts everything. Or, you know, I fell skiing and separated my shoulder. And so could we dial those in more so we could help prevent overtimes, you know, to cover those shifts because we can get them back faster um, and doing that type of thing. So we're really trying to focus on all that. And then more recently we're going to be looking at uh, utilizing aura rings to just track the recovery and just see, do they ever actually recover and what does that look like and what could we potentially do to improve that very cool. possibly so are you getting buy-in from these patients we're getting there um it's a hundred person department with you know eight or nine of them being admin uh we for their air management course that they have to do uh we've done some polar pro tracking on that we had like 74 that were willing to put it on uh when we did the first round of force plates uh we ended up having like 80 some that we're doing that's it pretty good. yeah and then with this aura ring one we got 40 that jumped on the opportunity you get a couple of that this is a direct quote from the firefighters that the tin hat if you will uh, yes. uh that are just like nope don't want my data going anywhere that's not how, that's not the thing and that's fine but 
Um, we'll see. On the fitness side, it gets a little more complex just because people do what they like to do, and we're trying to figure out the uh, how to explain the working out versus training concept and that it's easy to make you hurt and sweat, but not so much to actually, like, train. So we'll see. I'm going to recruit some more people for right. you guys. Sounds good. Yeah, I know that we got Dr. More. Barbara Foss over there and Mark Hughes that we're going to try and get on. And um, yeah. So Thanks for having us on. Yes, thank Kelly. you for coming by. Good nice to see you both. Nice to meet nice you. Meet you guys. Hopefully right. we'll see you guys later. Yep. I mean, if you want, we're going to get uh, Mark. We'll get Mark and Kim over here. We'll get a few more people. We'll get this whole crew and get everybody to chat. Nice to meet you officially. No kidding. It's not bad. I, ju I literally just got that one, and so we're kind of sort of live streaming, too. <laughs> so, but this is where you get to pretend that you're a sports broadcaster oh with your headset gosh. on. So if you ever had ambitions of that, there you go. So ESPN the Ocho. There you go. <laughs> no, thank you. No, no, not, not your gig, huh? No. So uh, just for this update, we've got Matt Shearer. Yes, All right, Shearer. Dr. Kim Barber-Foss and Mark Husen kind of chatting. I saw uh, Kim and Mark connecting. How do you guys know each other from – past and doing yeah, we've kind of known each other from like data yep. analytics okay. for years awesome i think that's what it is just connections that yeah. you have and networking and using uh different people's experience and how do you grow yeah. awesome well that's one thing we've been kind of asking everybody as they've come around on this is you know what does coming to convention mean to you for some that we were talking to earlier it was the chance to cash in on their tiktok fame might be another one Who over here. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it, w it wasn't you earlier, yeah. so yeah, we got that. So yeah, it, it ends up working out. But, yeah, so we'll just kind of go around if you don't mind, and we'll just, you know, what what does it mean to you coming to the convention? Matt, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the first thing is after COVID hit and kind of created the network that I did, it was about meeting more people actually in person. Uh, I didn't realize that Kim and I were right down the street for a while, um, and then – once and then we I met moved on to Twitter. Georgia. Yeah, and, and, then, and then she decided <laughs> yeah, to upgrade and go, to deuces, I'm going to go do my research <laughs> thing. I was like, okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, coming to the convention is just more or less kind of seeing all my friends that I've slowly, like, gained throughout the years um, in my short time in the profession. Um, obviously, to get a little bit of education and kind of see what's new with the research. But, man, it, the, the expo and just hanging out with people is the main reason. For sure. Well, I Kim? like the educational component. Um, usually, I'm involved in some aspect of that. Definitely. But a lot of it is just reconnecting with people that I've worked with, known in the profession for 30 years. So it's just the only chance we get to connect with people. Absolutely. And then meeting new people. Uh, definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, th I think there is – it always has been educational component, but it's the networking, it's the ability that you can see people that you haven't seen in over years. And, uh, and with COVID, many of us probably haven't seen each other in three, four years. So it's that, you know, we, we've all grown a little bit and things have changed. What we, where we where you work may have changed, so um, I think it's just a great opportunity. It's always the echo for me, except I got to see Mark just a couple months ago <laughs> at our at our state at our state meeting. So we kind of cheated there. Um, the other one that you know, sitting at the Mueller booth and their kind of theme this year is just innovation in athletic training over the last sixty years and how they've evolved and the logos and 
again, we'll joke about the banner that's older than a lot of people at this convention, um, just in terms of... I love those lace-up braces. And then you put the plastic insert on the side that molds. That's, like, awesome. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> oh, we also have, which I, for, which I forgot to mention, if you would like to sign up for a chance to win the old Med Kit 500, uh, they're planning on sending I had a few. one of those. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a few of those things as well where people have been like, yeah, I know what that is. So, yeah, um, why not? But uh, just kind of talking about that is like what innovations have you seen, of course, the cross of your career? What's been the biggest change just in the profession in terms of innovation? And that can be very, very open-ended. Maybe we'll start with you, Mark. All right, I'm going to – it's it's probably what we all hate, but it's how we document. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, having an electronic medical record. So when I came in 25 years ago, it was carbonless copy sheets, and we had like a four-ply, so one went to the parent, one went to sure. uh, the school, one went to coaches. That went away, and we went to an electronic medical record that did nothing where I work it, for for many years. It there was information there, but it wasn't really shared. And now that we're tied in with our healthcare system, I think that's the that's the big thing. It's tying our our experience as an allied healthcare prof- professional in with everyone else in your healthcare. So I think that's to me, it's it it is kind of off the beaten path, but no. it, uh, uh, I think it just helps. I sit. I work in a clinic now, and I just sit there and like as we pull up everything, and I joke about how long it takes to log in. Like sometimes that takes longer than me collecting a history. Uh, but man, how did that ever connect and everything just it's so interconnected now to just be able to pull up and know exactly what needs to get done before a surgery and that kicks off it's it's impressive and I think sometimes it's also the thing is how many times do we as an, have an as an athletic trainer ask the student athlete hey what did doc say yeah and they could have made up so much stuff <laughs> and you have to you have to kind of figure out what's the truth or what's not I think now you can go back and say I've got that note from the doc right in front of you you know and you're like Oh, they just did this this morning. This is what's going on. So I think that's huge. For sure. Um, it's not calling anyone. The, it, it's just trying trying to go back and find out what, what happened in a visit you weren't maybe at. Selective listening never happens. No. What about you, Kim? I, I totally agree with the documentation, but even just a lot of the other technology yeah. that's going on, like, you know, we're such a hands-on profession, but now there's so many new tools that aid us in that that we didn't have access to before, like, modalities have changed you know instruments have changed so we still have our foundation but we have things that make us more efficient and effective for sure i'll have to echo that with the technology especially with i don't know if you guys have spent at the anatomitage table but i was checking that and i could have geeked out for like hours (laughs) on that thing that was so sweet so just i think kind of the technology that we're also able to use in the education setting is extremely changed i agree with you there I, I was just going to say it's, no, it's amazing. We were just talking, that, you know, fact of life is there are probably less vendors in this expo than, mm-hmm. than yeah, we've had in the past. Of, that's kind of what I've heard. But yeah. you walk through, and the vendors are drastically different too, though. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, technology with concussions, technology with, you know, I felt like you used to walk around and there was a ton of booth was tape. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, you don't have that. If you walk these aisles. I feel like I went back in, like, 2017, and there had been 10 ver- booths of, like, kinesiology tape. And it's like, it can't be that different. Exactly. Like, and I like get it where main distributors have their own, but it was, like, individual. Like, this is unique. And it's like, I don't know that it is. but. And we've gone from something like these ankle braces to the one that's over there where, like, it uses a piston to, like, stop. Which is oh, wow. Yeah, it was 
interesting. It was but very wild. As we look at this board, though, and you talked about how you, what you could do with those, the plastic <laughs> inserts, that's, just, I think, some of the things of people who came to the convention, and you'd ha you sometimes better talk to a rep of what you were doing with that because mm -hmm. I think so many times athletic trainers just use that as a, as a brace. Yeah. They didn't do anything, you know, so you, there was a lot of things 20, 30, 50 years ago that happened. I mean, it was just a great opportunity um, to learn of what that, what that piece is. So that's what's so cool looking at this and saying this was going on many, many, many years ago. I'm just that that board is just amazing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, living in the nostalgia. Where was that stored for so many years? You know. That is, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I can only imagine in the in, somewhere in those Mueller headquarters, stashed away in the warehouse somewhere. And then someone found it and said, "This is going to NATA." <laughs> yeah, you know? this is this all is we got to do. Yeah. This is our theme. Yeah, it was just like look, we were talking earlier. Like it started off as like Mueller Chemical Company because it was. Kurt Mueller was a pharmacist and you know like hot stuff or I don't that's not what they call it atomic bomb or something what? was like right. was like the first product to, to try and not use pain medicine I think that was like the stuff that came out and then it's just been this evolution to where I was just wearing a pair of revive boots over here which are magical by the way yeah. um, you have no idea how many layers of skin I've lost using atomic bomb oh, <laughs> way back then. I was just going to say, can you imagine if you took a tube of that out now and put that on a on a table and for some of the younger staff, they I think they would look at that thing and that's a joke, uh -huh. you know. Uh yeah, it's we've come a long way. But I mean a great supporter that's been there yes for many years. I mean that's what it's about. Um you you come through this expo booth and it's awesome to see the same people that come back every year supporting National Athletic Training Association. And our all of our athletic trainers. Absolutely. Those are really all the questions I had. So, if there's anything else you guys want to talk about, we've had people just kind of take it over, and I'm happy to sit back <laughs> and just <laughs> listen. So, um, oh, if not, it was you know great to touch base with you. Obviously, pleasure to meet people in yeah. person finally and connect. So, and yeah, then we'll definitely be we'll getting a, we'll get sure. a yeah. we'll get a podcast talking about bringing that humor side and the fun to AT with TikTok. I guess maybe that's something I'm curious on your guys' point of view. What do you feel? We've had a couple of TikTokers here talking earlier, you know, just in terms of how that kind of change in the profession and bringing new, you know, light to it and insight. I think it brings a lot of fantastic energy to the profession. Okay. I mean, I've been around for a really long time, and I've, like, totally geeked out and embraced all of them <laughs> on TikTok. I appreciate it. And they've embraced me, which has been, like, phenomenal. But it's just, it brings back life. Sure. Into the profession too, and it's a new take on things. Yeah, I, well, I I build off that because I don't do TikTok, but I'll <laughs> but I know what it is. Sure, sure. Right. I only see them when they show up on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> exactly. Because like my first video to go viral was actually like it was the choose your character, but someone reposted it on Twitter and on secondary, and I wasn't able to get the <laughs> they stole my thunder. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so I guess now I got to start posting yeah. it on t uh, Twitter. It, but I I think the cool thing is is it's for some of us who have we ne we didn't grow up with that. Right. So, you know, I wasn't even on Twitter until I don't know. Five years ago? I thought yeah. Facebook was a joke when I was in college, which is why I don't inv <laughs> invest in tech so because, it, you know. It's just amazing. It, it, that's what it's amazing, though, is that's what's cool about our profession because I think we can, as much as someone can maybe learn from us veterans, I think we can learn from a person who's a year out, still in school. Sure. They can, they can teach some stuff. Um, and I think we have to keep that in mind when we do hires. Of uh, I just went to a talk this morning. They were saying, hey, 
you know, they're talking about putting them putting a new grad on committees and one of them said you know we don't do that but another one says you know what i want to know what where they came from what was going on yeah. you know i mean i think that's what we all need to do is keep that open mind of how can you learn from one another um maybe it doesn't work for you after you hear it and say it's just not going to work but at least take that time to listen couldn't agree more i think they're We'd probably see a lot less drama on AT Twitter if we had probably. some of that too. Yeah, that's, that's not one trying to stir anything <laughs> up. Just throwing that out there into the world. No, I think this is a thank you. I think to you and all, I mean all you guys that have yeah. done things of to bring the, the nation together. You know, I mean it's to see what different people are doing from podcasts to you know doing things that here at the booth. Um, it's just an awesome opportunity um, and the support and you know plug in different things i've told joe i said to, uh, i don't probably m listen to a lot of podcasts at home but when i'm traveling in my vehicle or end of the day that's what's key is you, you just like holy cow i was driving home to see my mom she just had a total knee in early sunday morning and i threw on uh one of your podcasts yep. and uh just hear about an athletic trainer talking about what she does with mental health yeah and megan the, what megan, what megan cool did stuff, yep. and and it was like that was that kept me awake from that ride i mean it was yeah. powerful to hear that she's not just an athletic trainer, and I don't mean to demean that, but what she's doing so much with mental health, yep. that was huge um, in a small rural community. So it's it's pretty cool. Awesome. Love it. Well, we can Thank let you. you guys get back to the rest of the awesome. day unless you got anything else. We'd love to hear it. I got nothing. Cool. <laughs> We're good. Well, pleasure to Thank you. meet yeah, people you. in person while yeah, be in touch. Sure. Good to see you, and we'll go from there. Thanks, everybody. See you. Thanks for catching this kind of first part of our long two-hour recording at NATA. It was great to talk to so many people, all past guests, um, some future guests coming as well. So we really appreciate that. I would hope that you enjoyed uh, getting to hear from them and from convention. And if we didn't catch you this year, uh, we're looking forward to doing it in the future. Um, as always, we just really want to thank Mueller for hanging out with us and letting us hang out at their booth, set up, talk. Uh, a lot more from Mueller. Uh, people coming up on part two of the recording, which will be out next week. Uh, we look forward to getting back to recording here with everybody, getting our Adapted series started. So thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you all later.